One of the things that's really important to remember as we consider this whole concept is that we do have a choice. Thoughts don't just happen to us. Some thoughts just happen to us. Our brain is always thinking. We're always going to have thoughts running through our head. It's hard to stop them. But we also have a great deal of choice about building a process or a set of habits or deciding where our mind spends its time. Hi, and you just entered the Leadership Gym. I'm Randy Hall. I'm an executive coach and leadership consultant, and this is the place where we work on our ability to lead our team, lead our business, and yes, lead ourselves. If you are looking to improve your capabilities as a leader, you are in the right spot. And thanks for joining me today. I really do appreciate you spending some time here as we think about how we lead differently. And that doesn't just mean how we might lead our team differently if we are a leader at work. It can also mean how we lead our families differently, how we lead our communities or others around us differently. It can mean how we lead ourselves differently. We think of that as self-leadership. And today we're going to spend a little bit of time on a concept that does connect directly with self-leadership as well as helping us lead others. And that's the power of forward. Now, when, when I say something like the power of forward, it can probably mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people listening. And I want to contrast it a little bit with how we spend our time thinking. Sometimes we spend a lot of our time thinking backward, not forward. We spend time thinking about our past rather than our future. And certainly we're going to visit both of those places in our thoughts. But as leaders, we want to consciously make some choices about spending enough time in the forward part of our thoughts in the future of what's possible for us or what we could create or what we could change or what we could affect or what we could have impact on. All of those are future things. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the difference between forward and back in a lot of different ways, what it does for us, what it means for our future, even the differences that happen in our brain depending on where we are. And also how we take some steps as leaders to make sure that we are spending enough time in places where we can still have impact. So I'm excited about that conversation. One of the things that's really important to remember as we consider this whole concept is that we do have a choice. Thoughts don't just happen to us. Some thoughts just happen to us. Our brain is always thinking. We're always going to have thoughts running through our head. It's hard to stop them. But we also have a great deal of choice about building a process or a set of habits or deciding where our mind spends its time. And some of that even feels foreign sometimes or difficult to control or even confusing to think about. But thoughts are not things that happen to us. 
as much as they are things that we choose to have or spend our time with. And so, it's an interesting concept as we start to break down this, this picture of forward versus back. Let's talk a little bit about back first, because history is exceptionally useful to us. There's information in it. There's tons of things to analyze. There's tons of feedback that we've gotten, decisions that we've made that either worked or didn't, and we were able to look at their level of success in a lot of different ways, the way things felt to us, the things we were good at, the things we felt like were strengths for us, the places we have confidence, all of those things are in our history. They are in our past, and therefore, they're worth caring about, thinking about, remembering, considering. The other thing that's interesting about our past is that it's full of the memories that we have that continue to shape some of the thoughts that we have, some of the perspectives, some of the beliefs, some of the things that make up our current way of thinking. Now, this is really important and it's a distinction. They make up our current way of thinking. When we get to the forward part, we're going to talk a little bit about our future way of thinking and how we get to make some decisions around that. But our past and how we think about it does make up our current way of thinking. So, there is value in our past. I was reading some information from a study not too long ago that indicated that we don't actually remember things that happen to us. We recreate things that happen to us in our brain. And, and what that means, some of the information that was important about that kind of research, is that this is not us when we look back in our lives on things that happen. This is not us looking back and remembering the details or the facts or the truths about an event. It is us recreating that event through the filters that we already have, through the biases that we already have as people. So, we sort of shape it to become what we believe it was, sometimes differently than it actually existed at the time. So, it would be the difference between watching a documentary of that thing happening to us and sort of what we've done is create maybe a made-for-TV movie for ourselves. We've done some editing. We've done some changing. We've made it more interesting or more meaningful or more impactful or sometimes just the opposite. We've made it more scary or more frightening or more debilitating in some ways because of how we think about our past. Ever have one of those situations where you're talking with a friend or a family member and you recount something from your past that they were present for or around for or saw happen and they think, oh, I didn't remember it like that at all. It's completely different. That's because we build those memories every time we remember them, every time we think about them again. We build them anew in our brain and that's relatively new research from neuroscientists that helps us understand this truth. We cannot change what actually happened to us in our past. That's done. What we can absolutely change is what it means to us or how we think about it. So, we can decide that all those things from our past actually helped us build some strengths that are going to support our best future. We can decide that those things from our past defined us and now have trapped us in them. And a lot of us do that sometimes. We can decide that those things from our past dictate 
or determine our future in some way because that's just who we are. That is, however, us deciding that. It's not a fact. It's not a thing that we can't shift. It is simply a perspective we have about the life we've led up until now. And the way we choose to think about that life and those events can trap us in terms of what happens next in our lives. Now, why do I spend this time talking about this whole concept of past versus future? It's very personal. It's very individual. It's very self-oriented. But here's the thing that I've noticed is that really great leaders are able to help people craft their best future. And in order to do that, they have to help people think about their best future. And often, in order to do that, they have built a pattern or a habit or the ability for themselves as leaders to think about their own best future. And sometimes that means separating it from our past or at least understanding that all the stuff that we remember from our past is highly edited based on what we believe about it or what we thought it meant. And thoughts are not facts or truths. They are just things we thought. Ever thought something was going to happen and it didn't? Ever thought something did happen and then receive additional information and realize you were wrong about what actually happened? That doesn't make the thought less impactful on you in that moment. It just means that we've essentially told ourselves a lie or believed some false information. And so we made some choices with that in mind. Doesn't mean that thoughts are true. They're simply things we've chosen to think or have been led to believe. We can change that immediately. Now, one of the things that is really hard to change is how we think about our past. That doesn't mean it can't be done. It absolutely can. But the patterns are strong there. We have much more room to change how we think about the future. And that's one of the reasons that as leaders, we want to focus on that. We have to know, again, that we can't change our past, but we can change how we think about it. It is possible to think that all of those things have gotten us here and prepared us for our best future. That's a choice that we make. So that's a little bit about our past, and, and certainly we will find ways to go deeper into that as we continue to have conversations around leadership, because it's important. One of the things that will trap us or the people that we lead into a pattern of thought that will end up dictating their future because they chose not to do something different in their thoughts one of those things is their past. And so people that are trapped by it, one, we have to be careful that we don't want to hire too many of them if they're severely trapped by how they think about their past. And two, we want to help the people that we coach and lead to change the way they think about their future, no matter what their past looked like, because that's what leadership is. Leadership is about helping people achieve their greatest future, achieve their best set of results, achieve their maximum success, achieve more capability, achieve a higher level of performance, all of these things. And if we're going to do that well, then we need to understand this concept of past versus future or back versus forward very well. Let's think a little bit about this forward space. Forward is about creation. It's about change. It's about possibilities. It has not been written yet. It is a blank page. 
Now, if we're not careful, we can assume that it will look just like our past because our past did. And that's one way for us to think about these things that can trap us. But as leaders, if we can help shift our thoughts and the thoughts of others to a space that is not confined by all the things that happened yesterday, then we now have the ability to help people create a better future, write a new chapter in ways that maybe they couldn't without us. The future is free from constraints and thinking about the future frees us from constraints. Let's look at some real examples. We can think about things like strategy and opening up the possibilities in the way that we ask questions about who we could become as a company or as a business or how the customers could think about us differently. We could think about the future in terms of how we train people in our organization. Often, if you go in and look at an organization and you evaluate their training programs, what they do is train people on the way they've always done things. That's not always our best effort. What we should do is train people on the best way to do things, which may be different than the way we've always done things. But if we consider it that way, if we stop and think about this task, this interaction with a customer, even this project or this report, let's think about the best way to do it, regardless of how we've done it. Let's take all the information for how we've done it, decide what the best way to do it is, and teach that to new people. But often what you watch businesses do is teach people the way we do things today, which may not be our best way of doing things. And so that's just one of the places that if you think about it inside an organization where leaders can create change by saying, okay, I know we've always done this thing this way. We've always worked with a customer this way. We've always solved this problem or answered this question this way, but what's our best way? What would create the best client experience or the best customer experience or the best future for our business if we did it? By asking those questions, we open up the power of forward and we get to think about what could be and put that into place rather than think about what is and simply keep repeating it. You can look at ways businesses have not done this and have died or have done this and have been successful in the internet's full of examples like these. You can think about a few. What about Apple, right? That's a pretty common example. But if they never thought of themselves as anything but a computer company, which is what they originally built, if they didn't think about themselves as a consumer communication company or a consumer experience company or any of those things, they may have never thought about the iPod or the iPhone or any of the things that sort of helped them revolutionize who they were because they were making Commodore computers and Apple computers. Think about Blockbuster versus Netflix. Blockbuster thought of themselves as a video rental location. Netflix thought of themselves as a content company and essentially put Blockbuster out of business. So when we think about these kinds of different recreated futures, for people or businesses. We have to know that part of how we get there is taking those constraints of the past away from the organization by considering possibilities in the future without them. What's really interesting is that if you even watch a human brain or examine a human brain in these two different states, 
thinking about their past or thinking especially about negative things from their past or constraining things from their past versus brain chemistry when they're thinking about possibilities in the future or when they are considering things that they want to move toward, goals and things like that, you can see differences in a human brain, in the chemical structure, in the chemicals that are present that help people become more motivated, more engaged, more excited, more happy. Dopamine will live in different places in that brain. Serotonin will be in different places in that brain. You can actually map differences based on whether we're thinking about possibilities and creation and recreation and change or whether we're thinking about things that we've always done, places we've always sort of been in our world, strengths or weaknesses we've always had. So one of the real tools that we use as leaders is to help ourselves and others stay in that forward space. The past has some value, but it's very limited. Although, if you think about the amount of time we spend thinking about it and you watch that and you look at research on that, we spend a great deal thinking about the past, rehashing it, re-exploring it, reliving it, sometimes in a painful way that doesn't at all help us shape our future, recreate our future, change our future, build our best future. It doesn't support any of that. It's just where we happen to spend our time because it's where we've been spending our time. We actually find patterns in thoughts that are habits about our past. Ever have somebody tell a story about a certain kind of thing and you always tell the same story about that certain kind of thing when it happened to you? They might talk about a car accident that they've been in or something like that and you always sort of tell that same story about when you did this. They might tell a story about their kids or, and you always tell the same story or a similar story about your kid. These are patterns of thought that happen to us. Just like when you recreate something from your past, you will tell the same story to yourself about how it happened, what it meant. These are simply habits. They're just like brushing your teeth. There's just no mechanical action associated with them. They're thought habits. Okay, so as we start to think about helping people move out of them into new possibilities, we begin to build skills for ourselves that help us do the same things and vice versa. As we begin to set goals differently, think about our future differently, consider possibilities differently, we begin to help others do that as well. Hey, by the way, if you are thinking about setting the right kinds of goals, ones that you can achieve and in a fashion that helps set you up for success with goals, we've got a live webinar coming up that is completely free on March 9th, 2021 at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. You can learn more by going to leadershipgym.com forward slash webinars. There'll be information there that will help you get to that webinar along with some others that we do or have done so you can learn more about the way that we teach and what we teach. But this webinar will help you think about goals in a way that sets your future up for success, not just establishes some goals that for many of us, we either never achieve or actually don't even motivate us to move forward. And so we'll explore the difference of that because the whole purpose of a goal is to help us move toward 
towards something different and to create some motivation that allows us to do that. And if we don't build goals that cause that to happen in our brain, it won't work for us. So, we'll talk a little bit about the mechanics and the process of setting goals. And we will also debunk some things that you may have heard about how goals should be set. So, make sure that you join us for that. March 9th, 1 p.m., 2021, leadershipgym.com forward slash webinars. Okay, so how do we spend some time in this forward space? There's a couple of things I want to toss out. And, and one of the things that we want to make sure we do here is ask good questions. If we could build it better or differently, how would it look? If there were no limits on time or money, what would we do? If we met all of the customer's needs on this, how would it look? If I wanted to be a better leader in six months, how would I spend my time? If I wanted to coach others more effectively, what would I do? What would I learn? If I wanted to lead change really well in my business, what would I do or learn or how would that look? I'm going to simply use questions to help focus my brain into a place that is forward, that is about the future, that is unlimited in as many ways as I can let it do that. Now, when you do this, when you do this kind of exercise, be ready for what we call oppositional thinking because it's going to happen. As soon as you say things like, if there were no limits on time or money, what would our business look like? Or what would I look like? Or what would my future look like? As soon as you do that, you have built and trained patterns into your brain that will say things like, yeah, but time or money isn't unlimited. That's stupid. Or you can't get there. You're not even very good at that kind of thing. Or you've never done that before. Why do you think that the next six months is going to be any different? Be ready for those thoughts. Be prepared with your answer that sounds something like, I know that's an interesting thought from you, but I still want to consider this with no constraints. Or, I hear you oppositional thinking. However, I want to look at my future with all kinds of possibilities available to me. So, be ready for it. Plan for it. It will happen. So, as leaders, what I want you to do is plan to think about the future. Write questions down that keep you focused on it. Schedule it regularly. Look, thinking about the past will happen for you. You really don't have to schedule that much. It's okay to schedule the analysis of the last quarter or an analysis of a project or, or something that you tried or tested and learned from. That's fine. But trust me, your brain will spend plenty of time in the past. We have to help it spend time in the future. That's not what it naturally does as well. And even if it does, let's increase that. As leaders, we owe it to ourselves and the people we lead to be thinking about the future more than the past. The future is where the possibilities live. Hey, if you are enjoying our conversations, I hope that you'll go to wherever you listen to this podcast and give us a five-star review and a rating there that helps people find us. We would love to share this conversation with more people. And if you know anyone that could benefit from it, I hope that you'll do that. Until next time we get to talk, I want you to plan to think about the future. Plan it. Make a concrete plan for how you're going to think about the future better and differently and more often. Use those questions to keep you focused. Schedule those things for yourself so that it actually happens and go make a difference. 